Welcome to Charlie Jane Speakers Radio. This is the show where we share speaking tips, tools, and resources to help you grow your public speaking business. Our goal at Charlie Jane is to get you, the speaker, on the platform in front of thousands of people so that you can teach and motivate your audience, enriching and empowering them to lead fulfilling lives. And now, here's your host, Wendy McNeil. Hey there, it's Wendy McNeil here. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about mastering proposal follow-ups, the gentle art of persistence. It's going to be a great podcast, but first I'd like to welcome you over to our free Facebook group. It is called Breakthrough Public Speakers. Breakthrough Public Speakers. It is an awesome group. You you will not be disappointed. Uh, we have speakers in there that have been in there for, or have been in the speaking business for well over 30 years. And we have speakers that have, are actually just thinking about uh, starting a speaking business. So it's a great group. It is growing very quickly. You will find all the answers that you need in this group. Everybody is willing to help each other out. So you can find us on Facebook. I will also leave a link uh, to the show in the show notes to the group. So you can easily find us and hop on over there. So today I'm talking about mastering proposal follow-ups, the gentle art of persistence. Okay, let's talk about a scenario that might sound all too familiar to you. You've crafted a, a excellent killer proposal, right? You've sent it off with a hopeful heart and then crickets those darn crickets you're met with silence that seems to stretch on for an eternity frustrating isn't it well that's where mastering proposal follow-ups comes into play but here's the catch you don't want to come across you know pushy you don't be annoying but you also don't want to be that speaker who just kind of fades into the background right the art of persistence lies and striking kind of that perfect balance. And believe me, it is an art. In this episode, we're gonna explore how to kind of strike the right balance, you know, what to include in your follow-up, and even look at maybe a few tools that can kind of take the the stress out of this process. So, if you're ready to banish that radio silence in Landmore speaking gigs, let's get into it. Understanding the importance of proposal follow-ups. So, before we dive into the how, let's first understand the why. Why are proposal follow-ups so crucial? Simply put, they show your interest and commitment. They demonstrate that you're not just another speaker throwing proposals into the wind, you know, and hoping something sticks. Follow-ups put you back on the radar of a very busy, busy event organizer who Let's be honest, they're juggling a million tasks at once. Your email proposal, you know, could have landed in their inbox at a busy time, you know, or maybe just maybe it got lost in a sea of other proposals. A gentle follow-up can bring their attention back to you and your proposal. But remember, I said there's a fine line between being persistent and being pushy. 
you must tread this line very, very carefully. A well-executed follow-up could, you know, could be the deciding factor in securing more speaking gigs. So let's get into the nitty-gritty of how to ace your proposal follow-ups. So you're wondering, how do I strike the right balance when following up? You know, persistent pays, but too much can tip the scales in the wrong direction. Striking the right balance when following up is essential. You don't want to be the speaker who's known for, you know, they're always clogging up my inbox with, uh, these messages are forever long and they're attaching hundreds of attachments to the email, right? So how do we find that sweet spot? Number one, give it time. Okay, give it time. Following up 10 minutes after sending a proposal is a big no, no. Give the organizer some time to process the information. You know, a rule of thumb is to wait for about a week, okay, before your first follow-up. It shows respect for their time and the process. Number two, I want you to keep it professional. A follow-up is a gentle reminder. You know, it's not a plea. It's not a demand. I want you to keep your tone professional, courteous, positive, all right? Don't sound desperate. It's not gonna do you any favors, all right? Number three, limit the frequency. If you've sent a couple of follow-ups over a few weeks with no response, eh, you know, it might be time to take the hint. So constantly sending messages won't magically produce a booking. It could, however, annoy the organizer and damage future opportunities. So if you've sent a couple, you know, or a few over the few weeks and nothing, it's crickets, it's kind of want to think that one through before sending another one. Number four, I want you to include the right content. All right, you need to include the right content. Avoid sending a generic, just checking in type of email. Instead, I want you to use this opportunity to provide additional value. You know, perhaps share a recent blog post, you know, that's really relevant to their event. You know, maybe a testimonial from a, a similar uh, engagement that you had. You know, this keeps your messages fresh and engaging and it really reinforces your credibility and expertise as a speaker. Remember, your aim is to gently remind them of why you're a great fit for their event. You know, it's not to pressure or trying to guilt them into a response. I want you to keep it professional, positive, courteous. After all, every interaction is a reflection of you and your brand, okay? So here's some tools to kind of help automate your follow-up. You know, as, as a busy speaker, you're managing, you know, your proposal follow-ups, you know, and that can seem, oh, I know, it seems seem like another daunting task on already an overflowing plate. However, there's a suite of tools available that can help automate this process. And this is going to save you really some really precious time, you know, and mental energy. Before you jump on the automation bandwagon, though, it is essential to address a crucial question. Can these tools help you personalize your messages adequately? After all, you know, we're all about creating genuine connections and showing our unique personality, right? Well, the good news is many of these tools offer features that allow for personalization. You know, tools like uh, follow-up then, you know, even your some CRM systems like HubSpot, 
um, sales Salesforce, you know, they can be programmed to send out personalized emails at set intervals. This means that you can ensure that each message feels individually crafted, you know, without having to hit the send on every single one. However, always remember that automation is a tool. It is not a replacement for genuine interaction. I want you to use these tools to handle routine tasks, but never let them overshadow the personal touch that only you can bring to your communications. Your aim is to build authentic relationships. I've been talking about this for 20 years. And, you know, and for that, there is absolutely no substitute for the human touch, none. You know, following up with grace, let's talk about this. Following up with grace, Practical examples, sure, we've laid out some strategies talking here, but nothing speaks volumes like concrete examples. So I'm gonna dive into a few different situations and see how we could apply our new art of gentle persistence in each one, okay? Ready? Example one, reinforcing your key takeaway. All right, say that the subject line could say something like adding value to event name with your keynote topic. And it could say something like, hi, the name of the event planner. I hope you're doing well. I've been diving deeper into my research on blank keynote topic and came across some fascinating insights that I feel could really resonate with your audience at blank event name. I'd love to share these with you and discuss how we can make the event more impactful. Do let me know if you'd like to set up a call. Looking forward to your response to the proposal sent earlier. Warm regards and your name. Example number two, sharing a relevant article or resource. So subject line could be maybe um, thought you might find this interesting, dot, dot, dot. And then in the body, you could just say hi. And then the name of the, the event organizer. While researching for event name. I came across this article with the link that really, really aligns with our previous conversation about blank specific topic. I thought you might find it useful. Also, I'd appreciate any feedback on the proposal I sent over last week. It would be great to see if we're on the same page. Best, your name. You see how these are really short? Um, you want to keep them short. You don't want them to be long. Okay, again, they're very, very busy. Very busy. So here's one more example I'll do. Um, example three could be celebrating a mutual connection, you know, or success. So the subject line could read along the lines of, <clears throat> congrats on the success of blank, which would be the recent event or, with the, or news. And the body could say, hi. I just saw the fantastic feedback from your recent event, and then leave the event name. Big congratulations to you and your team. It made me even more excited about the potential of working together for blank, the proposed event name. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the proposal I sent. Thank you, and then your name. These examples kind of show the art of personalizing your follow-ups, you know, providing value and maintaining a genuine interest in your prospect. Remember, every interaction is a chance to demonstrate how you can add to their event. 
very, very important. So your next steps in mastering proposal follow-ups. Okay, so we've kind of gone over um, the fine art of proposal follow-ups. You know, we've peeled back the layers of persistence, balance, and grace. Now it's your turn to take these principles and put them into action, okay? Nothing ever changes unless we put them into action. Remember, follow-ups aren't just a box ticking exercise. They're the bridge between you and your next speaking gig. So mastering your proposal follow-ups can set you apart from the crowd, keep you top of mind, and enhance your relationships with potential event organizers. So why not make today the day you begin to transform your follow-up game? Sound good? You know, and if you're feeling kind of like a little um, daunted by the prospect of crafting the perfect follow-up email, in the show notes, in the show notes, I will leave a link to some speaker proposal email swipe files. Grab those, they're kind of plug and play. They are gonna help you out immensely. They're not just templates, but rather carefully crafted email drafts. They're really chock full of effective strategies and um, compelling language really to grab a meeting planner's attention. So no need to start from scratch. Go ahead and grab those. I will leave them in the show notes. Remembering mastering the art of gentle persistence begins with a single step. So I want you to take that step today and let's get you booked for more speaking gigs. Okay? Sound good? Yes. All right. That is it for today's podcast. I want to thank you for listening in today. And again, welcome you over to our Facebook group, Breakthrough uh, Breakthrough Public Speakers. Breakthrough Public Speakers It's an awesome, fantastic group. You will not be disappointed and I look forward to seeing you over there. I will leave the link in the show notes. All right, that's it. Have a great day. Bye.